Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the CEO of Intro Matchmaking, Fergal Harrington. Hello. Hello and thanks for having me. So for first off, tell me what intro is or intro matchmaking is. So intro is the largest um, matchmaking or dating agency in Ireland. There's mm-hmm. over 5,000 clients on the books between 20 and 93 years of age. Um, made up of either single, separated, divorced or widowed people who are looking for a long-term committed real relationship with a view to marriage and kids if they're in that age group. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just for people who are just not interested in wasting time, uh, online, not that we're saying it's all a waste of time, but at, at times people do feel that mm. it can be a little bit jading and tiresome dealing with profile after profile, mm-hmm. people getting ghosted, people getting just sort of ignored, and then uh, people not meeting people who who share the same intentions. So I suppose this is a more direct route approach way of meeting people who you know want the same outcome as you. So there's mm-hmm. a lot less drama and a lot less hassle. Because I think with apps as well, like I think it turned into a game for most people where it's just swiping left and right. Like no one kind of really takes too much notice I know that's not always the case but I think on lots of cases people feel that when they don't get replied to or they don't get like anything answered and they're kind of just left uh, kind of ghosted almost Oh big time and it's just Online dating is such a transient kind of fickle yeah. kind of exercise. People, as you as you say, they either don't engage or else you get really well-intentioned people mm-hmm. who really wanted to work, who are looking for the long-term committed relationship. But then when you're met with, you know, uh, time after time, people who are just looking for one-night stands and people mm-hmm. who are looking just to uh, have the crack, you're like, okay, but I'm 34 now, I'm 35 now, and I kind of do want to get serious about this. Where are all the serious people? And that's one of the most frequent asked questions Mm -hmm. when we get calls to intro is like are there any decent people who are actually genuinely looking for a relationship out there Mm -hmm. Um, so people become quite cynical uh, it has to be said and pessimistic Um, and it's it's kind of sad because there's a lot of genuine people out there if you put yourself into a pool that attracts like-minded people but you Mm -hmm. kind of if you're going online I would just always advise that at least sort of pay for some sort of subscription website um, you know online dating site don't like I'm not saying don't do the free ones but I'm just saying if you do do the free ones just know that you can be met with a huge number of people who maybe aren't all that serious yeah absolutely and obviously you guys have been around since 2011 how have you seen it change and shift within the dating scene oh my god well we opened, yeah, myself and Rena quit our job, set this up, and everyone told us we were nuts to do it, but we said, no, 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 there's going to be a, a niche here for this. Uh, because we kind of saw that people were getting a little bit tired of online dating, and so we said, let's become the kind of most private and confidential matchmaking service, because people in Ireland are very conscious of privacy. Yes. Um, so we opened the doors in year one, and we were naive because we took everyone on, and then we realized, mm-hmm. oh, no, what have we done? And there was, we had a nightmare situation with people who, Number one, wouldn't travel anywhere. Number two, we're really unrealistic on age expectations. Mm-hmm. So we get like 45-year-old men ringing up for 25-year-old women. Okay. Uh, and then you'd get a lot of people saying, oh, I only want to date doctors, lawyers, or accountants. I'm like, oh, wow. okay, well, what's this all about? So we then said, we need to change what we're doing. So we um, kind of identified all the areas that a lot of Irish people put obstacles in their way. And we said, okay, here are the stats and here are the figures and here's what you need to be willing to uh, do in order to give yourself the best chance of success. So we, we started with all these policies in year two. And then we got really strict about who we took on. And now it means that everyone has to kind of pass a test to be able to become a member. And so it's kind of grown year on year. And it's become more and more successful year on year because the more strict we are about who we take on, that the people are realistic and grounded and, you know, reasonable, Mm -hmm. the better chance they have of success. So now 
one in four ends in marriage or long-term relationships and a third of our business is word of mouth we have a team of matchmakers here that make all the decisions on the uh, on the actual dates and there's a hundred dates a week organized um, we're globally trademarked now as well so we're about to launch the franchise across Europe and the UK um, we're based on Grafton Street so pe- but we cater for the entire country mm-hmm. um, you know the, the things have changed over the years you see stuff like politics having a, a bearing factor on, on people's decision as to whether they want to meet a person or not people be like okay I don't meet anyone who follows you know that party or this party oh, wow. or I don't meet anyone who's a Trump supporter I don't meet anyone then who you know wouldn't be vaccinated um, I don't meet anyone who doesn't think we should pay for the water charges so it's funny how religion and politics yeah. and stuff Changed. like that played mm-hmm. a part over the years in people deciding whether they wanted to find a, a partner or not or what type of partner or personality they wanted the partner to have and then COVID hit and people just sort of thought mm-hmm. oh my god I've got like two and a half years to reflect and focus on where I want to be and what I want to do with my life. And now I've realized that I was distracted by work and climbing the ladder for all those years. And now I I really need to just focus my attention on prioritizing relationships. And so we are just out the door busy, to be honest with you. Ever since the 12th of March 2020, we saw an immediate surge. And yeah, and we were able to just go from, you know, pivot the business from in-house to mainly virtual for dates Mm -hmm. and for appointments. Um, Now, obviously, the appointments are mainly virtual still, but all the dates are obviously in person. Mm. Um, but it's just, it got busier and busier, and men became more proactive than women for the first time ever. Um, men started thinking, oh God, I need to get on with myself here. I need to get, get the show on the road. Mm-hmm. Women are always great at kind of, you know, maintaining relationships and keeping in touch with friends. And over COVID, women were fantastic with the Zooms mm-hmm. and the, the, you know, the, the cocktails, uh, the virtual cocktails mm-hmm. and whatnot. Whereas guys, if they didn't have the pub or the club or whatever to go to, they were less likely mm-hmm. to keep in touch. So they kind of felt the isolation a bit more, mm-hmm. which is why we're just out the door busy. And that's what I was about to say to you as well. Like people would be so used to, you know, they had a great social life before, so they probably didn't maybe notice that they didn't have a partner. And then when they didn't have oh, that, suddenly... Time. It was just like, I need my person or whatever. It, it really, it, it hit home big mm-hmm. time. And people, 80% of people in this country used to meet their partner prior to COVID in uh, college, work or socially. Mm-hmm. And then when you've got people, you know, e-learning, they're not even going into college campus every day. Yeah. They're, you know, not going into the office every day because they're remote working. And then the socializing aspect, I mean, like you go into a bar or whatever like that, you, you don't talk to people sitting at the next table anymore. You don't mm-hmm. go up to the bar. You, you just sat there and you, you talk to people that you knew, that you're in your little group. And it was kind of it, the organic opportunities to meet people kind of went mm-hmm. and, and a lot of that hasn't even come back um, to be honest with you so people need to really think outside the box about how they meet people and put themselves out there in, in a more kind of much more proactive kind of way but um, this time of year as well is massive like yeah. the lead up to Christmas and then the aftermath and then like the January the new me the new year I'd say too oh. It's yeah. enormous. And yeah, the lead up to Valentine's, it's, it's, it's crazy. You, you can even notice like dark evenings, like when it's dark at half four or five o'clock, you're like, oh God, what a long evening. I have mm-hmm. no one to talk to. I have nowhere to go. It's kind of, it, it kind of heightens that sense of, God, I need to do something here. And then, you know, if we grab our phone and it's swipe right, swipe left, mm-hmm. that becomes really kind of tiresome. And, uh, and, 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 and you, you, you turn into this kind of like, it's kind of just this Shallow. monotonous, Huh? A little shallow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it honestly does, and and it's like, it's like getting Facebook likes, similar to yeah. that of you know how many swipe rights did I get? It's kind of an ego boost, an instant ego boost. But then, 
most people just get onto WhatsApp groups then and say, oh, wait till you hear what your man said to me or your mm-hmm. one said to me or wait till you see the pic that I got. Or, you know, it's kind of just for drama reasons yeah. that a lot of people are on it. And that kind of does end up wasting an awful lot of time. And then I suppose what comes into it as well is sometimes you don't necessarily know who you're speaking to online. There's unfortunately... I suppose we've seen seen the programme of it, loads, catfishing and, and people pretending to be these people who don't turn out to be the same person. Big time, Tinder, Swinder sort of stuff. And, you yeah, know, exactly. and, yeah. and if you're, if you're as, a, as I said earlier, a well-intentioned, genuine character who is completely honest about what you are, who you are and what you're looking for, yet you're, all you're being sort of met with are people who are pretending to be something that they think you want them to be as opposed to what you find out down the line mm-hmm. is... And that that leads people to um, become extremely guarded mm-hmm. uh, to that point that they actually almost build a wall up that, you know, you can't get over. Mm-hmm. And then people get really protective of themselves. They never let anyone in. They don't trust people. So, like, I always say to people, if you ever find yourself becoming really sceptical and really cynical and saying, oh, sure, what's the point? You know, maybe I just, maybe I'm destined to being on my own. And I, I, I can't believe we did a Morak survey that said 52% of over 25-year-olds thought that they actually didn't have any hope about oh, ever meeting yeah. anyone, which is pretty depressing in a January oh, month, to be yeah. telling you. But um, I'm not saying it to be depressed, depressing. I'm not. just saying... Just wake up, people. <laughs> yeah, there is hope. There's 2 million yeah. single people in this country. Like, there's 1.55 million separated... Oh, no, single. 1.5 million single and 418,000 separated and divorced. Yeah. And... You know, and, and people are starting younger and younger, um, uh, which is great because the last thing you want to do is be like, you know, 39, 40, 41 and then ringing up and it's kind of stress city and it's a race to the finish line. I have to mm-hmm. have kids. I have to get married. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whereas now we've got 20 year olds coming in here and uh, their thinking is, you know, I've got my career lined up and my college is done. I know where I want to be in life. I just need to sort out my relationship status. I'm not into going to the clubs, to the nightclubs. I'm not into getting hammered, you know, every single Friday and Saturday night. Uh, I'm into fitness. I'm into sports. I'm into keeping fit in the gym mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. So I, I kind of want to meet a like-minded individual who's kind of just on the same page as me. So, you know, a lot of people in Ireland used to think, you're asking me how things have changed, the landscape, the dating landscape. Mm. No longer is it, let's go out and get absolutely hammered and uh, score. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of changed now and people are thinking, okay, no, I kind of want to have a conversation with you and I kind of <laughs> want to see how this goes and if we're actually on the same page or not. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, the people in their 20s coming in are uber mature they're really clued in. They're really on the ball. Um, they know where they are. They know where they want to be. Um, and they're really impressive from a maturity level. For people who may have gone and gotten hurt and gone a bit cynical, what is your advice to them? Just that don't let it make you become um, too guarded. If you feel that the thoughts of going on a date or putting yourself out there actually makes you break down and cry, which it does for an awful lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. I mean, we get people on the on the phone and they're not ready, but they think they want to fill a void. Mm-hmm. Don't get into the dating scene again if you're that hurt that you feel the thoughts of putting yourself out there again is going to make you so vulnerable that you won't be able for it for another yeah. letdown. Yeah. You know, you have to be built up to a stage where you have enough inner belief and self-belief that mm-hmm. you have a lot to offer. 
And, you know, being humble, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being a little bit insecure. And there's nothing wrong with thinking, oh, God, what if they don't like me? They don't find me attractive. What if I don't talk enough? What if I don't, what if I talk too much? <laughs> you know, I prefer to deal with people like that than I would if a person called me and said, I'm amazing. I'm this. I'm mm-hmm. the absolute, you know what? So I want this and I want that. And you get me what I want. I despise dealing, you know, with people, you know, like that who call us on the phone and they basically talk about humans like they're buying a new product mm-hmm. or a new whatever. So for all those people who feel a little bit down, a little bit, oh God, a little bit jaded or a little bit uh, losing hope, mm-hmm. um, they're, they just need to know that there are seriously genuine people out there because they themselves are genuine and they're not the only genuine person who wants a real relationship. It's just they need to stop putting themselves in positions where they can be hurt. And where can you be hurt? You can be hurt if you have no way of knowing what the person is saying is true. And when you're dealing with online dating apps, again, I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying when you're dealing with them, you need to be so confident in yourself that you can cope with the rejection, that you can deal with the ghosting, that you can deal with the uh, horrible words that people might say to you. Um, If you're able for that, then go, go for it. If you're not able for it, just don't put yourself through that turmoil because it just ends up making people really pessimistic and then they go out on dates almost with a kind of a a hopelessness in their eyes Mm -hmm. and they kind of assume that oh this probably isn't going to go anywhere yeah and that's you know and then that breeds negativity yeah yeah that's the problem it's a kind of a yeah it's a double-edged sword but uh, you know just you, you owe it to yourself like I get people on the phone a lot of the time who'd ring up and they'd be saying look you know I, I'm going to go on a nice fancy holiday now so maybe I'll invest in myself <clears throat> next year mm-hmm. and they keep on putting things on the long finger and they kick the can down the road and say oh maybe sure I'll get around to that when I'm not so busy with work um, I can't tell you the amount of 40 somethings and 50 somethings that regret not doing it in their 20s yeah. um, just to have a plan in place women are usually quite good <clears throat> in a lot of cases at putting plans in place a lot mm-hmm. of women will will, will think about their wedding day from the age of 12, 13, 14, 15. Guys, a little bit, it has to be said, uh, walk around asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they kind of think, oh, sure, I'll see how I get on. Oh, sure, we'll, we'll, sure, we'll at see. At some point. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wait, I'm 48 now. Like, yeah. I get people on the phone ringing up saying, I saw you guys on the Late Late Show. And they've been meaning to do it ever since. And then mm-hmm. I remind them that we were on the Late Late Show in 2012. Wow. And they nearly, you know, collapsed with the shock. So, like when you think about it like this month is nearly gone like it's it's crazy like time flies and mm-hmm. it's just it's just so vital that people should not be surprised that that they're single if mm-hmm. they're doing nothing about it and mm-hmm. the amount of people that call us and say god where are all the decent people oh i can't meet anyone Ireland is ridiculous i hate being in this country like why can't it be like why can't we be more like the americans where they're more forward and i'm like but what are you doing in ireland to try mm-hmm. and meet someone mm-hmm. are you in any clubs are you on online dating sites are you going out are you saying yes to events are you going to are you being proactive about trying to get out with your friends and your wingmen and your wingwomen and they're like no nah, i couldn't be bothered really it's like <laughs> well then like you know no what one's going to come knocking then? on your door to start yeah. a relationship this is it they're not going to come looking for you <laughs> no and the, the expression that keeps on coming back is like oh sure what's meant for you won't pass you by i was like yes it does yeah, it totally you totally passes do... you by yeah. and i had someone else say recently oh but i kind of wanted to i kind of wanted to meet that person like in real life i was like joining intro matchmaking on grafton street is not a fictitious kind of uh, mm. alternate reality. It is mm. real life. <laughs> 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 it's, oh, it's 
not fake. We, it is very much real. And if anything, <laughs> it's it's more real than anything else because you actually know that you're getting all the um, ins the and outs of the person. Yeah. You know that you're hearing all of the, the, the traits, the qualities, the characteristics that the other person has expressed that they're looking for in the other person. Mm-hmm. And you know what they want. So an awful lot of the time you get people who will spend time online and they'll go out for six years or seven years together. I was on radio just earlier on talking about this. And it's like, how many chances are people going to give people? This you know, oh, he yeah. cheated on me or she cheated on me or I don't think she's over her uh, ex or I don't think he's over his ex, but sure, maybe they'll come around. And they keep on giving these chances over and over again mm-hmm. um, to the person who's just literally standing in their way of, of, of future life progression. Um, and now the latest craze or the, the trend is, is, is cobwebbing. And cobwebbing is sort of dusting off the old flames and dusting off the people in your lives that aren't helping you progress and grow um, and that's what people kind of are doing now more and more they think you know what you're not helping me be the best person that I can be and you know I'm not putting out the right energy here and you're holding me back so I think we are better off not you know not talking communicating. yeah that's yeah. like when the absolutely. person keeps on texting you every three months and you're like oh I was nearly over them <laughs> and then they keep on just doing a text saying oh, I'm thinking of you it's like don't send that text saying yeah, thank you. That's not helpful. No. Yeah, that is not helpful. Oh, Jay, but there's so much we could talk about. For... <laughs> it's a minefield. It but is. thank you so much, Ferrell Harrington, CEO Pleasure. of Intro Matchmaking. Thank you very much for chatting to us. Cheers.